Good morning and welcome to Leading Off with True Blue LA. It is Monday, September 26th. I'm your host, Eric Steven, and man, uh, what a weekend at Dodger Stadium, huh? Uh, from Friday to Sunday, we just there was something going on just about every day. Uh, the big moment, obviously, was Albert Pujols on Friday. He, he came in with uh, 698 home runs and then uh, faced the two most homer-prone Dodgers pitchers and hit two of them in quick succession and... Uh, became the fourth uh, major league uh, player with 700 home runs. Just an incredible moment. Um, he uh, the 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 coolest part, or like it was just so it seems so not random because it was planned, but like uh, right after the home run, the first thing he did after crossing home plate was go and high five Adrian Beltre, who was in the first row. Um, just an amazing um, moment for baseball. You know, uh, first. Uh, obviously, only four members of the 700 home run club, but uh, Pujols uh, is the first to be born outside of the United States. Great moment for the Dominican Republic and uh, just for you know the sport as a global sport uh, in general. Just just a very cool moment. Um, the other two days, uh, the Dodgers the Dodgers got worked on Friday. It was 11 nothing. Um, and then they won the final two games. They clinched the number one seed in the National League, which. Um, basically there's only one other thing left for them to do in the regular season besides like get everyone healthy, but is, um, they're getting close to also clinching the best record, uh, over the Astros. The Astros have been winning at a sort of a juggernaut pace themselves, but, um, the Dodgers are already at 106 wins, which ties their team record set in 2019 and 2021. Um, and there's still nine games left in the season. Uh, but the most important thing of the weekend, I think we all know, uh, Andre Jackson uh, got a three-inning save uh, on Sunday. And it wasn't the um, – I love three-inning saves for a lot of reasons. One, it's just seem like, it just seems like a sort of a random thing. They're, they're most fun when it's when they're in like a blowout when you see like a score that's like 17-4. to four. And someone got a save, and you're like, how in the hell did that happen? But uh, this wasn't the case here. It was more like the Dodgers, um, uh, you know, as, as most teams do, like, you know, they, I think they just had a bunch of arms who weren't available. Um, so they went with Andre Jackson to go the final three innings. He entered with a three-run lead, and it remained a three-run lead. So it was a save situation the whole way. Um, rather than, like, coming into, like, a blowout and then just getting the last three innings. So he pitched really well. Andre Jackson had the, the last Dodgers three-inning save um, this year, or uh, last year, uh, on the last day of the regular season. So uh, he also had a, uh, a four-inning save for AAA Oklahoma City earlier this month. Uh, so, yeah, Andre Jackson's your man for three-inning saves. Um, but, yeah. Uh, the thrust, though, of the weekend, besides all of that, you know, the Dodgers sort of getting their ducks in a row, is that the pitching options for the postseason are getting more and more limited, um, either in availability or usage. Um, so Dustin May on Saturday, the reason Andre Jackson was active with the Dodgers on Sunday was because he was recalled on Saturday when Dustin May went on the injured list uh, with a low um, lower back pain. Um, that ends his regular season. Um, so 
the Dodgers are hoping he's ready for the postseason, but like even if he is, he'd be in a sort of limited and reduced role. I mean, if you look back and sort of saw how he was used in the 2020 postseason, um, the short burst guy, even though he was a starter for them and a very good one all season, I think that's kind of the ceiling right now for him. And, and plus, he just has to be healthy in the in the first place. So, and that's very much in question. Um, the Dodgers are also sort of in question with Tony Gonsolin, although he is uh, going to presumably be back before May, and he's at least still pitching at the moment. Uh, he is going to – he's been out since August 23rd, Gonsolin has. He's going to pitch two innings on Tuesday with Oklahoma City in a rehab assignment. Um, Oklahoma City's season ends Wednesday, so after that it's like either the Dodgers figure out a simulated game for him or they activate him for uh, that six-game series against the Rockies and – just have him pitch another game uh, before sort of getting ready for the postseason. So Gonsolin, like just given the timing, right, he can go probably one one game after Tuesday, and then that and then the NLDS, like the most he would be stretched out to is four innings, and that's if everything goes well. So he's had a forearm strain. You know, it took longer than expected when they when he first went on the IL. They said. We only expect him to miss two starts. It's been uh, over a month now. So, yeah, there's it's questionable, questionable right now. And then Blake Trinan, um, he's out with shoulder soreness. Uh, he was shut down throwing until uh, at some point uh, during the San Diego series. Not sure exactly when. This is from Bill Plunkett of the Orange County Register, um, quoting Dave Roberts from Saturday. Quote, with Blake, I don't think there's a timeline as far as regular season games. Um if Blake is ready in our week off the break before the playoffs, he'll be on our roster if he's ready. So that sure sounds to me like someone who won't be pitching in the postseason, right? Like a lot has to go right for trying to be available. And then even if he is, he's not going to be, he's going to be sort of a limited version of himself. He's only pitched, um, what, five games this year. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been a rough year for him. Um, and you know, he's going to be, you know, very, sort of limited, not not being able to go like back-to-back, not being able to go uh, more than one inning. And so, and that's if he's even pitching well, let alone being healthy enough to pitch. So, yeah, questions. Yancy <laughs> Almonte is probably going to be back this week. Um, he pitched his third uh, rehab game for Oklahoma City uh, on Sunday in El Paso. He gave up two runs, but uh, other than that, he in his three games, he didn't allow any other runs. Two and two-thirds innings, three strikeouts. He's been out since August 9th with elbow tightness. Probably gets activated in the Padres series. Um, maybe, if not Tuesday, maybe Wednesday. Uh, I'm not really sure. Um, and then, you know, David Price is still on the injured list. Haven't heard much about him, so he's still up in the air. Just There's a lot of stuff up in the air. But we'll, we'll take stock of sort of what all this means for the Dodgers uh, in October uh, after the break. Before we can sort of slot in the uh, various uh, pitchers coming back, let's take a look at what the Dodgers um, actually have in place. So uh, Jacob and I, um, a couple weeks back or a week and a half ago now, uh, guessed the Dodgers playoff roster on the lineup podcast here on the uh, True Blue LA podcast feed. Um, Consider this sort of an updated look at that. Um, So obviously... Julio Urias, Clayton Kershaw are going to be the game's one and two starter. Like, they haven't announced that, but, I mean, that's clearly what they're going to do. It's obvious. Tyler Anderson's been consistent all year. He's obviously also going to start. 
Uh, Dave Roberts did say so directly on Sunday when when sort of asked about Anderson's role. This is from Sportsnet LA. Um, Roberts said, Tyler's going to start a game. I don't know what game, but he's earned it. He deserves it. Um, So that's three starters. Now the fourth starter sort of just depends on a lot. Depends on the availability of Gonsolin and May, plus how they want to use Andrew Heaney, who's been a starter, but also has just been giving up home runs after home run. He has like the highest strikeout rate on staff, but he's giving up too many home runs at the moment. Um, So maybe it's some sort of like Voltron uh, with Heaney and Gonsolin and maybe a little bit of May mixed in uh, and who knows. But uh, if you look at the reliever locks, I would say Evan Phillips, Chris Martin, Tommy Canely, and Alex Vesia are pretty clear. Um, Caleb Ferguson is probably a lock too, but if you think about what if they face a team that crushes lefties, maybe they decide to carry only one uh, lefty reliever and then just sort of uh, count uh, Heaney as a potential like lefty in a situation. I mean, this might be far-fetched, but uh, if I had to guess, I'm, Ferguson's probably going to make it. Uh, Bruiser Gratterall was just activated last week. Um, he pitched again on Sunday, but sort of still have to see what's there. I would imagine he's going to probably be on the postseason roster unless something comes up. NC Almonte was one of the Dodgers' best relievers before he got hurt, but it's a matter of like, what does he show over the next uh, week or so? And um, and so, if you if you're going off of the three lock starters and then Heaney, um, just because they need they definitely need length, and then you have Phillips, Martin, Keenley, Vesia. That's eight. Ferguson's nine. Let's say one of Gratterall and Almonte. That's ten. Um, so then you have to fill three spots. So then uh, it's Gonsolin, it's May, it's pot- potentially the other one of Gratterall or Almonte. Craig Kimbrell is still out there, obviously. He was demoted from the closer role officially on uh, Friday. We talked about it last week. But it's a big step from being removed from the closer role and being uh, to being kept off the postseason roster entirely. So, you know, he's probably going to make it too. <laughs> we don't know what's up with David Price, like I mentioned. Um, and, you know... So the point is there's a lot to sort of figure out over these next two weeks. Um, and I, that's really going to be what's the sort of the main thrust of these last two weeks of the season, given that the Dodgers have basically clinched everything at this point. They, um, their magic number to clinch the best record in baseball over the Astros is four. Um, so they have, you know, nine games to do it. So they're in pretty good shape there. Um, this is from Dave Roberts uh, telling reporters before Sunday's game uh, from Sportsnet LA talking about uh, all those question marks on the pitching staff. Um, I wouldn't say it's uh, I wouldn't say it's concern. Um, it, it's it's uh, I think I'm at the point where once uh, the season ends. We we are we'll, we'll assess what uh, players pieces are available, and we'll plug them in um, in the rightful spots. So to kind of concern myself with Tony or Dustin or Yancey, um, you know they're doing everything they can to get back. And when when and if they do, then we'll figure it out. The National League Division Series uh, starts on October 11th. It will the first two games will be at Dodger Stadium. So the Dodgers do have a little bit uh, over two weeks to figure out the answers to all those questions, and I'm sure we'll be talking about it here on uh, the um, leading off with True Blue LA. Uh, Thanks for listening, everybody. Hope you have a good week, 
And we'll talk to you tomorrow. (laughs) 